0: This is
1: Winning Cures Everything. Here's your host, Gary Seegers. It is Wednesday, June 5th. This is Winning Cures Everything. We do this every day for 10 to 20 minutes. We talk sports. We talk entertainment. Whatever's popular, whatever's going on in the world of sports, I'm going to give you my opinion on it. I am Gary Seegers. You can follow the show at Winning Cures. You can follow me at Gary WCE on Twitter. You can also get us on Facebook, YouTube, periscope uh, apple podcast google Podcasts, spotify all your favorite podcast apps go check it out share the show out if you enjoy it i'm gonna give you a rundown of what we're talking about today we're gonna make it a quick one today we've got five topics to hit redskins offensive tackle trent williams wants to be traded and it is not for the reasons that you would think the warriors and raptors game three is tonight i'm gonna i'm gonna give you my picks on that one SEC officiating, they are studying ways to communicate officiating better to the fans. Uh, Trying to head off some of these issues that they ran into last year. We'll talk about that. AAC home and homes, we have not hit on that yet. Uh, Memphis scheduled one. USF has got a few really good ones coming up. We're going to talk about why that makes sense for them and maybe not so much for teams like UCF. And to close out, Tony Stark in real life. Robert Downey Jr. is doing something pretty cool, so we're going to talk about that. The show, as always, brought to you by BetNow.eu. You can use promo code WINNING50. You'll get a 50% deposit bonus. They've got a great online sportsbook, great layout. Go check it out for yourself. It's awesome. they got good odds, uh, everything else on there. Anything you want to bet on, they got it. So go check it out. BetNow.eu. Use promo code WINNING50 for a 50% deposit bonus. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump into topic number one. Redskins offensive tackle Trent Williams has vowed not to play for the Redskins next season. And this is not a contract dispute. This is not money. This is not financial. This is because of his recent uh, medical situation and their mishandling of it. And they don't go into details. They don't explain a whole lot about it. This is just what he has told people in the locker room, people around him. And it makes a ton of sense, right? Chris and I talked about this on the show last week, the week before, something like that, about how ridiculous the number of injuries are for the Redskins over the last couple of years. And we we were only talking about the total games missed by players, right? But if you go back and look at the number of players – Remember, it's a 53-man roster. They've had 54 players between 2017 and 2018 that hit IR at some point in the season. 54. That is absolutely absurd. So, yes, there has to be something going on with that. And we tried to figure out, okay, how long is it going to be before players start coming out and saying, whoa, we don't want to go there. I don't want to go to the Redskins because they don't know what they're doing medically. Well, this was from back in early May, and I did not realize this. Um, let's see, Michael Phillips of the Richmond Times talked about this in, uh, in let's see, Chris Ligenbach of 106.7 The Fan. They have hired, the Redskins have hired outside consultants to oversee their injury response protocol It helps streamline their approach to mitigate concerns. This is what it says. Uh, One thing I will tell you, though, Bruce Allen and the Redskins were so concerned about the injuries, they hired outside consultants to come into the building this offseason and examine everything about the way the Redskins handle injuries. Top down, top to bottom, Bruce Allen gave them full attitude of the building. Ask questions, do whatever you want, so I can tell you that while it is still happening, that's bad. There's at least a general awareness that this is bad and this is not normal. Now, the firm was not named or anything, but this is becoming an issue. Now you have players, or a player at least, saying, I don't want to play there. They don't know what they're doing. They can't keep me healthy. They don't know how to rehab me. They don't know how to keep me from being injured. With an NFL team, that is a major league issue. It kind of makes me wonder how in the world Jay still has his job as head coach. Jay Gruden... He's been thought to be on the hot seat for a while, and people have been blaming the injuries. Oh, they would have been better if they did because they were 6-2 and two last year at one point, um, and then they just got demolished by injuries. It, maybe this is a part of the coaching staff. Maybe this is part of something that's going on inside that locker room that needs to be fixed. Uh, it's a major league issue, and I'm curious to see what they're going to do, what Trent Williams is going to do, because he said that he is not playing for them again. Uh, it doesn't matter. What goes on? He's not playing for him. Curious to see what happens after that. Let's move on. Topic number two Warriors and Raptors game three is tonight. I'm going to give you my picks for it right here. The Raptors, uh, according to several sports books, it opened up at Warriors minus six. It was bet down to Raptors four and a half. Um, I am all in on the Raptors tonight. I think without Klay Thompson, you can do the boxing one. You can do all kinds of things to slow down the... And we've got somebody jumping in on Facebook. Joe Casada, Big Skins fan here. Yeah. If you're a Skins fan, you got to believe that there's something major league wrong. And it might just be time to clean out that whole place. It might just be time to clean out the whole place. Uh, back to the Warriors and Raptors. I'm all over the Raptors tonight. I'm going to have a little bit on the money line. But I'm also going to take the four and a half right now. I like... Steph Curry under 32. That is his point total right now. I think that they are going to be all over him. Somebody else is going to have to score. If Klay Thompson is playing, he's going to have to jack up some shots because they are going to swarm Steph Curry. Because without Kevin Durant, without Klay Thompson, your only scoring options are Draymond. And I mean, somebody's going to have to be uh, a scorer in this game because they're going to be all over Steph Curry. So without Steph, will they be able to score enough? I'm going under the point total on the Warriors as well. We'll see what happens in that. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. Uh, Go back and watch yesterday's show. Chris and I talk a lot about the Warriors and Raptors and whether or not uh, the Warriors actually need anybody besides Steph and Draymond. I think they do, but we'll see. It should be a lot of fun tonight. Let's move on from that. Let's talk about... Topic number three, SEC officiating. So the Southeastern Conference is studying ways to communicate officiating better. Now, Nick Saban talked about it when he got on the podium at uh, the SEC uh, spring days, whatever it is, um, the spring meetings. And he came out and he he said, here, I'll just read it straight from the article. Ross Dellinger has a good article at SI.com about it. Saban said, half the people don't even know the rule. With the difference between college and the NFL, I'm not certain what the rule is either. Uh, If we could find the right person to do that, an expert who nobody thought had bias, who could explain these things while they happen, I think it would go a long way in at least starting the chain of uh, communication. That's something I recommend. Uh, Herb Vincent said, we've got to do something differently. We can't keep doing what we've always done. And that's in regards to where they always say we don't comment on officiating. I don't, I don't think that's the right way to go about it either. So options are a retired official in the booth on SEC football games. So ESPN, CBS, whoever provide uh, an, uh, an expert, right? Like kind of like you, what you have in the NFL. When they throw a flag in the NFL, they talk about the play, and you go from there. Scott Woodward, uh, Woodward LSU's athletic director, used to be Texas A&M's said that the guys that are in the booth right now calling the games sometimes cause as much of a problem as the fans do because they don't actually know what the rule is, so they're spouting misinformation, and it becomes a huge to-do over something that could have been easily fixed. And the NFL has got this right. The NFL has got a guy in the booth that will come in and talk about you know, certain plays, certain calls. They also have... A Twitter account, at NFL Officiating, which is controlled by the league's operations center in New York, it offers explanations for certain calls. Uh, this is all in an effort to educate the uh, sometimes misguided fan bases that last year, for example, LSU fan, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, the the huge LSU fan that was on game day, James Carville. He said that the SEC was in cahoots with Alabama. Well, rather than have that kind of stuff going overboard and the only thing you can say is we don't comment on officiating, actually provide a little bit of transparency. Provide what the rules are. Explain it to people, and it can alleviate some of that. The last thing that you want questioned is the integrity of your product This would go a long way in doing that. I like this idea. I think it's a good idea. Let's talk about topic number four. The AAC home and homes. Now we're going to talk about why it makes sense for some teams to do it and why it doesn't make sense for others. I haven't commented a ton on this. I initially was talking about how UCF should accept these two-for-ones. right? I'm no longer standing on that. I think that teams like Memphis and UCF, who are scheduling these. Memphis just signed on uh, a two-for-one with Arkansas. Now, they're doing the one-for-one. 2025, they're playing at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. 2026, they're playing in Fayetteville. 2028, they're playing in Fayetteville again, and Memphis is getting uh, over a million dollars for that game. It's basically a bye game. It makes sense for Memphis. It doesn't make sense for teams like UCF, right? Uh, USF, South Florida... They've got home and homes with two for ones with Alabama, Florida, and Miami all scheduled. Now, the reason that it makes sense for them to do the two for ones, they're not worried about uh, making sure that their schedule is tough enough. They're also not out there spouting off a bunch of crap about how they could beat, you know, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, whatever, like UCF is. But those teams, Memphis and USF, they do not have an on-campus stadium. Their stadiums that they play in are owned by the cities in which they are located. So game days are not nearly as profitable for them. UCF, they make anywhere from 3 to $4 million every game day. And not to mention the fact that UCF, you're not going to get the blue bloods they understand that, but they've done a pretty good job with scheduling. If you look at what UCF has done, 2019 they've got Stanford coming in. They also play at Pitt. 2020, they play North Carolina at home. They play at Georgia Tech. 2021, they've got at Louisville, but they're still working on 2021. 2022, they've got Louisville and Georgia Tech coming in. 2025, they've got North Carolina coming in. These are money makers. They have their own on-campus stadium. They make all of the money from concessions, from parking, from ticket sales, everything else. They make all the money. With Memphis and South Florida, it's not the same. South Florida plays at Raymond James Stadium. That is the Tampa Bay Bucks stadium. Memphis plays in the Liberty Bowl, which is run by the city. That money is split. So that kind of stuff doesn't work for Central Florida the same way it would work for Memphis and South Florida, where those teams, they'll do their home and home, but then they'll have the extra game, which is the buy game, where Alabama, Florida, Miami, whoever, is going to pay South Florida a million bucks, which goes a long way considering they make about $7 million from their TV deals, right? The SEC last year, their TV deal got $43 million, I believe it was the second of all power conferences. So where they're making all that money and they need a game, they need a good game at home, it makes sense to buy a game against Memphis or South Florida or Temple or whoever, right? Those kind of games, it makes sense. And it makes sense for teams like Memphis, whoever, that need the financial boost that another home game would not give them, right? So that that makes a ton of sense. Um, Just wanted to kind of hit on it. We haven't talked about it, although it's been a big topic for about two, three weeks. Now, wanted to let you guys know how I'm feeling on that one. Finally, we'll close out the show with this one. Tony Stark in real life. I'm excited about this. Robert Downey Jr. came out. He's using robotics and artificial intelligence uh, he's going to focus on cleaning up uh, the environment, cleaning up the earth. You can find more information on this over at the footprintcoalition.com. The if you watched any of the clips from his news conference, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Now I'm not the big go out clean up mother earth whatever kind of guy. I understand the things that need to go into it, but uh, I've never been the the big Advocate, right? You're not going to hear me screaming from the mountaintops about all of this. I'm more focused on sports and whatever else. But it is something really cool to go and check out. uh, What he's wanting to do, he claims that with the intelligence that we have now, with the technology that we have, we could clean up the entire planet in 10 years. And he's putting together a group to be able to do that, and you can keep track of it. You can go to the footprintcoalition.com, Check it out for yourself. It looks really cool. Uh, I would suggest that you check it out. Uh, like I said, I've got the Warriors team total under. I've got the Raptors plus four and a half. I've got a little bit on the Raptors money line. I have no idea which Raptors are going to show up and score the most points tonight. Got no clue on that one. Uh, but I, I would imagine they're going to have enough scoring to be able to get it done. I think they can steal this one in Oracle. Let's go Raptors tonight. Make me some moolah. I appreciate you guys being here. As always, check out the show on the podcast, Periscope, Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe to all those channels. Share it out with your buddies. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.